Good morning, everyone. Wake up, get your breakfast, get your coffee, get your imposter, and get ready for a new episode of Monday Morning Motivation. Wait, where's Nathan? Where is Nathan? Wait, wait, who's this? <laughs> We got an imposter? <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I'm taking over today because Nathan is late. Shit. Wait, what? Oh, oh shit, oh, no. he's back. <laughs> oh, no. Nathan's Bro, back. It's like 10 minutes. 10 minutes. Replace me. Bro, we got an imposter. <laughs> He was taking over your place. <laughs> But hey, guys, now Nathan is back. Hello, everyone. Holy shit. Bro, we were scared. We thought the imposter was kindred spirits <laughs> shall not vanish yet. Anyways, good morning, everyone. We're back with the new episode of Monday Morning Motivation. Episode 10, by the way. You know, it's our first double-digit number episode. Yes. We gotta be proud of it. Exactly. Wait, 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 wait. Which number? 10. Oh my god, we're double 10 already? Digits. Double digits already. Guys, I've, I'm so used to having you guys as mm. fans and as oh, recurrent yes. listeners mm. that... <laughs> <laughs> you know, we have... Uh, I, I, just, I don't even notice. I, I, love you, I love your fan. I love my fans, guys. You know, just we love you all. We're walking on the street and it's like, oh yeah, are you May? I can, I could I, I recognize you from your voice. I'm like... Yeah, that's me. But also, mate, <laughs> we also love our haters. We love. Do we have because haters? yeah, because without our <laughs> haters, we would be nothing. That's yeah, what you learn from rap well, music <laughs> and from people who are real on Instagram. Yes. Without our haters, we would be nothing. Welcome to YouTube Morning Motivation. How to be the <laughs> ultimate YouTuber. <laughs> how to optimize. How <laughs> to be the act, the click, the most clickbait <laughs> YouTuber on this planet. <laughs> All right. Well, welcome, everyone. Uh, welcome. This is actually a normal episode, despite all As this usual. work we put in to make it seem like it's not. Yeah. But, um, uh, yeah, so we had a guest last time, and uh, uh, we got into some pretty deep topics. We exactly. talked a lot, a lot of different things. Yeah, and, it was uh, way too much of a serious episode, so we decided maybe we should start with a little bit of a light tone episode. Exactly. Yeah. We got to relax. There was too much. Uh, mm-hmm. We, I mean, not too much. It was perfect. But uh, <laughs> we got to take some time to go yeah. through what happened, uh, what was said, uh, mm-hmm. what our pre- perspective on it is yeah dig a little deeper because i think um we both actually me and nathan we agreed that you know this ep- the previous episode was actually different with the ideas that were discussed compared to the other episodes uh due to the fact that alexandra actually talked about uh, you know ways of her study the the, uh, the ways that she views her future and everything uh like her study process you know university and everything it was completely different from what me and nathan actually think of ours like how we ever thought that people would be motivated so we thought that this is actually a really good good idea to you know reflect on the whole thing as we didn't have like a lot of time to do it last episode exactly so the first mm-hmm. thing that she saw like very different compared to us is that we think uh, about our future in terms of goals in terms of what we not want to be mm-hmm. uh, we project ourselves pretty uh, in a very uh, concrete manner like We know already, like, the job title, kind of, yeah. and uh, what kind of office we want to be in, that kind of stuff. But what was very different about her was that she thinks uh, very specifically about something very unspecific. She actually has uh, some uh, an abstract idea of the future. She has some mm-hmm. uh, ideal of what the future is going to be like, what the industry is going to be like. She's studying computer science, let's say it again. And yeah. um, uh, Just to quick recap, if anyone hasn't listened to the previous episode, which I think you should, it's actually probably one of our best episodes, I'd say. I, pr- I, I think it's actually really good because uh, compared to the other episodes, the, it's like, 
very very focused on this one topic and uh, a lot of people liked it apparently <laughs> yeah we dug pretty deep into it yeah. um so to, to to recap the whole thing uh in, in a few words basically alexandra uh, is a student at Delft, a third year student honor student uh studying computer science and engineering uh in fact with nathan they're in the same class and she had some uh, she had some internship programs with Harvard and MIT. We didn't go too much into details what specifically uh, the programs were. Uh, something with biology. <laughs> I don't know oh, exactly. Yeah, uh, she bioengineering. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 something with biology. Yeah, exactly. So, and you know, we talked about the ways like how she actually manages her stress, how she manages her study load. Uh, you know, how she thinks of the future, uh, like. <coughs> what pushes her to studying and uh, you know and and also ego because you know being in being oh, like eight twenty or in your early 20s and already achieving so much in your life uh i think some people would get like you know would have a really high ego and uh from at least our conversation with her it really d- didn't seem like that that affected her at all so yeah, we also discussed uh, discussed that, and I think it was a really good idea to reflect on all of the ideas that were discussed then, because a lot of people could use those. Exactly, I think um, uh, if we take the point of ego in particular, yeah, in her case, it was about having <coughs> both a quantitative and a qualitative uh, con- uh, like sweet spot for it. Yeah. Because quantitatively, uh, it was about keeping it under control. It was about uh, um, being careful to not let it get to you, mm-hmm. not let the ego just grow on you. And uh, yeah. qualitatively, it was about the the where the ego comes from. Yeah. And so they say that um, the person is shaped by what was it? Their five closest friends, something like the, that. The friends, the, the people that surround you. Yeah, they say like the five closest friends or something. Mm-hmm. So, and and she seemed to take that to heart because she was very careful mm-hmm. about who she has as friends. That uh, that she cuts off the people who don't believe in um, um, in her growth yeah. and in the things that she wants for the future of herself. Um, but so the second thing was also, I mean, but the second thing yeah. was um, was about herself. Uh, so uh, uh, her inner in her inner idea of herself, like image of herself, basically. Exactly. So if and th- uh, they actually these two ideas do come come together because uh, first what she says is that she has this thing she picks an area that she something that she enjoys right something she enjoys doing and she just gets into deep into it and starts learning way more about it and she starts practicing and eventually she knows that she's she's good at it and. That's actually like a really great way of proving your self worth to yourself. Yeah, I feel like a lot of students, a lot of students are su- uh, are struggling with that because they're trying to, especially in our age group. You know, a lot of people that are above thirty or forty. I've heard a lot of people talking about you need to start loving yourself. You need to focus on yourself. You need to do this. You need to do that. Right? A lot of us have heard those. A lot of us have done that. But most of us usually try to look for, uh, you know confirmation from your friends or from your family that you know you can do it you need you need some more uh, external help for that to you know reassure reassurance that you can actually achieve something you're actually good at something and that you're actually doing it right and everything but in her case that's the thing so she has reached to the point where she knows that she's good at something and she only keeps the friends who help her develop and that 
So instead of having everyone around, like friends around that will like, I fucking suck at it, man. I, you're, you're not doing it great. <laughs> yeah, like uh, you're, you're going to fail anyways. Instead of that, she's having actual genuine people who are like, yeah, you know, I believe in you. And you know that you can do it. You know, I don't have to tell you that you can do it. You already know it. So that's that's helping her to actually help herself forward. So even if she, f- you know, let's say fucks up once, fucks up a project, doesn't mean that she's bad at it. Doesn't mean maybe an, uh, like a mistake, an accident. It doesn't make everything like worse. It doesn't. It's not the end of the world, right? And I think that's a that's a thing that everyone is going to reach at some point in their careers or like it would be in a sports career. Like I think the easiest example would be in a sports career because as a football player, let's say, or as an esports player, <laughs> you know, you like you're gonna, us, like us. Yeah. You're going to reach, you're going to have so much criticism throughout time, you know, especially, especially like in football, you know, everyone watches a lot of people, at least not everyone watches football and there are going to be so many people criticizing like, Oh, he's not playing well. Oh, he's so bad at this. But, some people might be really good at, uh, you know, setting up the, the setting up the goals. Some people would be really good at defending, and you making a mistake, making a fuck up, doesn't mean that it's the end of the world. But for a new player, it might be like uh, very crushing in the beginning. Mm-hmm. If you make one small mistake, yeah. you didn't set up the right goal, and you have really bad teammates around you, they're gonna all blame you. They're gonna say, "Hey, you're bad. You didn't set up the goal right. You did did it wrong. Uh, that you fucking suck." <laughs> yeah so yeah. Th- in the end you're gonna be you're gonna be tilted you're gonna be really really tilted you're you're not gonna feel like you actually deserve to be there you're gonna start to you know lose your self-worth you're gonna feel very down and in the end you're not even gonna try to improve whereas if you have good teammates around you people who are working together who are going to actually support you even during a small mistake and if you actually focus on this one area that hey i'm gonna focus on setting up goals only I'm not gonna try to, you know, uh, run to, run to co- uh, score a goal. I'm not. I'm not gonna do that. I'm not gonna defend. I'm not gonna do that. I'm just gonna focus on my thing. I'm gonna be super focused on this, and I'm just gonna learn it. And hey, there you go. You just learn it. I think in football it's a little bit more. Uh, it's uh, the example wouldn't fit that well because in football you have uh, so many. Every every person has their role, so they can't really do like everything. Mm-hmm. But I think in the beginning, especially the team part would be really fitting because if you have good teammates, which in this case are friends, if you have really good teammates, great family who are supporting you, who are actually, you know, letting you know your self-worth, then it's actually going to be very more beneficial than having teammates who have egos themselves and they really expect you to be perfect. And even if you're not, they they start, you know, (coughs) blaming you for everything. Exactly. And I think also... Uh, a point, a point about the the actual achievement because mm-hmm. um, you're saying that it's good to reduce yourself to uh, to uh, smaller goals and then they're achievable. Yeah. But mm-hmm. um, and and that's very true. There's also a dimension of that when you do achieve it, and that was something that came from Alexandra was that instead of uh, instead of seeing the actual thing that you made and being proud of that. Yeah. You see the fact that you achieved something no matter what it is. And then uh, and and then you're happy about that instead. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't matter that like you made something for MIT or Harvard or whatever. Mm-hmm. What matters is that you can make things happen. You can make that thing. You made it. Yeah, but it's not even that thing. It's you can make things. 
Yeah. Because that's the general ability about yourself. It doesn't matter if it's for MIT or if it's for uh, University of Indiana. Sorry for that. Yeah. But, um, yeah, it's it's really about uh, having a confidence about just achievement in general. Yeah, which exactly. can then take you anywhere, even if Harvard says no to your application form. Yeah, like, <laughs> okay, let's say Harvard says no, but it, it's not the end. And that's the one. Th- that's also one of the things that she mentioned, like, uh, is that the the idea of having these schools as, you know, these um, uh, the prestigious titles, because everyone knows, like, let's say Harvard, MIT, top top two universities, top three universities of the entire world, in uh, engineering spheres, in economic sphere, in uh, so many spheres, basically. I don't want to go into f- every single one of them. But yeah, uh, they're, they're all prestigious. Everyone hears the name Harvard, they're like, oh, this guy must be genius. He's <laughs> 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 genius. Like, oh, they study, may- maybe not in Europe, at least back in my place, back in my, my country, they used to. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so you have these ideas, these thoughts of like, wow, oh, I study in Harvard, oh, I need, I, I should be a genius. But in her mind, uh, that's the thing that, you know, it doesn't matter where I'm studying. It matters what I'm studying and how much I'm studying. So you don't focus on the idea of like, it's a prestigious college. I should be so so worried about the fact that I'm here. I need to prove myself to be. But in, instead, you need to think that, hey, uh, I'm in this place, so I deserve to be here. I'm just going to take whatever it's giving to me. I'm going to take the maximum that I can from mm. it. And I shouldn't be thinking that, you know, I'm here. Uh, I should be worried that I'm here. Uh, maybe I don't deserve to be here. But no, th- the other way around. I should just utilize everything that I'm given right now. Even if I fail, I, I still can get, um, like, I can like try to get the maximum out of it. Try to get everything out of it. And then if even, yeah, again, even if you fail, you don't feel too bad about it. Because you don't think of it as this, you know, um, uh, prestigious thing, this uh, godly weapon that you were given that you just lost. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's not something like that. If, if like for you, it's like yeah, it's just a weapon. It's just a tool that I was given. Um, I was it's given kung fu man. You leave the school, you still got the skills. Yeah, can you punch. still got the yeah. You There's you no know you got sword. kicked out. You you can still punch. You got the skill. You got the you got the tools that you need. Not you're not perfect. You don't have the perfect school, like the perfect skills. But it doesn't mean it's nothing. You can use it in the end. Mm. You can use it somewhere else, right? Yeah. No one, no one forces you to stop. And that's the that's the way of her thinking. That's the way that she actually studies right now, and like how she you know, views the world. And that's really interesting because compared to us, as we we talked last episode as well. But compared to us, when I personally would always think of, you know, universities uh, to Delft and Ufa, you know, uh, these high prestigious universities, top two in the, in the Netherlands, uh, pr- probably top 10 in, in Europe for engineering in to Delft and like uh, top 40 or top 30 also like Ufa as well. So again, like huge universities, huge prestigious titles. And just being worried that oh I'm here do I deserve to be here do do I really should I really be here is this really my place uh, mm. what what if I fail what if I do this what if I do or that or just university in general yeah before in, in university general. I was wondering if it was made for me yeah exactly it's like you you were just worried you like well this is so much stress and when you when when you get disappointed in a subject you think like okay I don't like it but I'm gonna lose so much if I leave the university. That that was one of the th- that was one of the things that 
you know was bothering me when I was leaving to Delft when I was actually about to leave it because uh I was I wasn't interested in the subject anymore. I couldn't study anymore because I couldn't really enjoy what I'm doing. So I the only good option was to actually leave it. Uh, that was the that was the right uh, decision and I actually I'm actually glad I did. I, in fact I am actually really glad I did. <laughs> it was a hard period. It was a very difficult period. Uh but but still it was a it was pretty much one of the best decisions <laughs> yeah but yeah the thing is that th- this idea that you know if it still kept following me throughout for a long time of like but i left so much behind i left like to dealt like this title this university this huge thing of like oh so many things how how could i leave it and n- mm-hmm. now i'm looking back at it and like so so what you know like trying to change like so what yeah. So what I left the university. And I think when said you I'm change, not in the best, yeah. Yeah, and I think when you change universities, you also uh like because you have experience at two different universities, you mm-hmm. disambiguate from them and you realize uh like uh, what's you and what is the university and yeah. you start realizing uh what you're capable of no matter yeah. where you are. So you start you start thinking that you know you're not you're not you don't belong to university. The university belongs to you. <laughs> so yeah. you you're not working for the university, but the university needs to work for you. Mm-hmm. in a sense because yeah. you're not going to university to work for them to be like uh, to like, work really hard to be a part of them yeah exactly you're going to the university and to you're get saying something you're saying give this to me yeah and i'm, I'm here not to study yeah of course university has their has their conditions like you know psa or this thing or that you know we have you need to pass this you need yeah. to pass that but when you go to university you're saying telling them that hey i'm here i met your i met your qualifications right i met your conditions Now give me the knowledge and give me what I'm trying to get. Give me what I'm buying. Exactly. And you know what? That mm-hmm. is prey versus predator mentality. Exactly. And that is the predator mentality because so many people go to university and uh mm-hmm. and uh and they're like, "Well, I came here, I got to do something, whatever." Yeah. But it's the other way around. It's the universe you have to be the one who takes yeah from the university who says you give should be this to forcing me. university like give me as much as you can <laughs> give me the most out of yourself that's, yeah that's the thing because really you're not mm-hmm. giving the university anything like you're not working for the for the university yeah. by being a student you're actually exactly. making them lose money in 99 of the time yeah in a sense you are because you are you're a student you're like uh, they're using their their uh, facilities and everything to educate you yeah and their teachers but you know I come from Switzerland where EPFL uh mm-hmm. the second best engineering school there mm-hmm. takes in uh how much like uh, like a billion Swiss francs per year uh-huh. and uh so much of it is wasted on um, just people learning but they don't see it as waste because uh that money actually comes from the government and the government is giving that money because they know that when you make engineers you increase the value of your whole country yeah so it's not about working for the university it's about building yourself up to a value that's going to add something to this world yeah so instead of viewing it as the university like i went to university no I belong here this is i'm part of this you are yeah let's say you are a part of the community you're a part of this you're like a part of a huge bigger thing yeah but that community shouldn't you shouldn't be the slave of the community but you should be the own like the um i say someone that gains something from it mm-hmm. you know you should be gaining from the community and that's the thing you should be gaining from the university oh, yeah, because the university is not going to gain looks. anything 
Yeah, yeah. Like there's a reason why universities are fine with you know dropouts uh-huh. because you know they you're taking space, you're taking money, you know, you're ex- you're an expense. Mm-hmm. Why would they? Why would they have someone that doesn't want anything from them? Yeah, it's like they they gave you the op- they open the door they yeah. they put a platter in front of you they're like take as much as you want here it is this is all I have take it you got so many opportunities you got everything on the platter and they're like if you take eighty percent of the platter I'm just talking about like let's say the PSA if you take it there's yeah. a huge table behind me with, with even more things. Mm-hmm. You got it. All you have to do is just take eighty percent to make so that I know that you want this. Because if you don't, then maybe you don't want it. Go go to another university. I don't want it. And that's the thing. So if the student goes there and stands there, they're like, uh, "I'm just gonna pick this, pick that. Oh, I couldn't pick that one. I don't really want this." The university is like, "Yeah, I don't think you want this. Maybe go to somewhere else." Yeah. I want someone who who's like hungry for this. Yeah. <laughs> I want someone who's actually hungry for this. Like you know. Take it, but I'm giving it. <laughs> yeah, it's a strange point of view, actually, that most people don't, I think, uh, get much experience of. Mm-hmm. It's like when you're running something that uh, a lot of people can take, but yeah. you got to pick the right people for, uh, to take them. And you actually don't gain anything from it, but you mm-hmm. don't want it all to be gone, like yeah. uh, just for nothing. Mm-hmm. So then you have this huge responsibility of uh, of thinking, how can I make the best use of these uh, resources that I have that I have yeah. to give, and that's also why uh, the first year of university is so hard. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, in general, why you're treated that way in university. Yeah, exactly. But I don't um, know. I we I, uh, I personally, after the conversation with Alexandra, a lot of things have been you know in my mind. I'm trying to think about like how how I view things and everything. Yeah. And it's actually, uh, I honestly would recommend people, to every first-year student. I think this is very important thing for every first-year student. Because, yeah, again, the prey and the hunter uh, I, like mentality, mm-hmm. it is really important even in university life. You know, you're trying to get more instead of actually being hunted, like, instead of actually being the one uh, dependent on the university. Because you're not. You're not at all. You're, mm-hmm. you're, an, you're a student. You're a person. You're like you're an independent person. The university doesn't. You, you don't shape the university. Mm-hmm. You're supposed to give the resources to shape yourself. You're going yeah. there to shape yourself. So think about it. But it's there's also a different thing, and it's about um, it's about what her uh, long-term goal was. Yeah, maybe also that. like you can think, because it's actually pretty exciting the way she was saying it. Mm-hmm. She was saying that. She has a she well she has a vision of the future of how it's how something's going to develop so let's say you're working in computer science and let's say you're uh, you're excited about quantum computers and you know yeah. that you're you're like guessing that in the future quantum computers are going to develop and mm-hmm. uh, they're going to become kind of a big deal yeah and uh, the idea is basically you see this exciting thing in the future you don't know exactly what it is yeah but you think I'm going to do whatever I can so that when that comes, I'll be prepared. I'll be prepared to grab, yeah. to grab it to get on the train. Because I was expecting it to come. Um, I know. I I think it's gonna come. I have a prediction. It's like yeah. actually like stock market. You know, th- and the thing is, compared to stock markets, where mm-hmm. you actually use in stock markets, let's say you use tools and everything to predict, yeah. like right, like oh, th- th- the price are gonna change. It's gonna increase. It's gonna go down. And in here, in this case, uh, the tools are what you're learning right now. So you're getting all these tools. You're getting preparing yourself all this the portfolio, let's say, 
and you have this vision. Oh, uh, so this is how it's gonna be. This is how it might look like. But when time comes, it happens. You got the right to say. You know what to do. You got the tools to make it. Uh, now that I think about it, maybe the stock market isn't the best example, but kind of similar. Well, you know, there's just a part part of like having a prediction. You know, having the prediction, like expecta- expectations of everything. And oh, you mean like doing the market research and uh, yeah, doing pretty uh, much. All the so analysis. So at the the it's like a little bit vague of an example, but the idea is that you have this, you have the tools of like market research, and that's how you can uh, you can research, you can expect. And same with here, if you study a lot, like if you oh. let's say grab everything from everywhere, from every. Right, I think I got it. It's like it's like, well, like in the stock market, but w- instead of looking at a single stock, it's looking at the market and finding. You look around, you mm-hmm. think, uh, what do I want? Uh, what kind of experience do I want for my future? Yeah. And when you find the perfect stock, then you're excited. And uh, So you're trying for everything. You're trying for everything. You're looking at everything. Mm-hmm. And you're ready. You're ready for, you know, maybe the stock doesn't actually, it doesn't work out the way you want. And you have a plan oh. B. Oh, okay. Then a, a little different. It's like you a have an idea. Yeah, it's, it's a little bit vague of an example. Mm-hmm. I think it might be confusing. It's like you have an idea mm-hmm. of what a great company would be. And then you're looking through the stock market and... Mm-hmm. Fi- and then one day, so you're prepared for it because you know what a good company looks like. Mm-hmm. And then one day you find it and you're like, oh my God, this is perfect. You invest in it. It happened. You it happened. Them, That's what I expected. Become an advisor, help them out. Yeah. But if even involved. in case when it doesn't happen, that's the thing. Even in case it doesn't happen, you have all these already expectations from other things. <coughs> you know, other uh, stocks that you've already taken taken a look at. And along so the way, you've grown so much yeah, so that you've learned a lot. So you've learned a lot as well. So in fact, you can, even in the end, if the, the plan of yours, the original plan doesn't work out, you're not disappointed because you have so many other options. You are actually so skilled that you have so many more options to you know earn money. That's true. And you know, when you prepare for something uh, <coughs> that you're excited about in the mm-hmm. future, uh, you're also kind of making it uh, become real, like... If in you're expecting sense, yeah. it, yeah, if you're expecting it, then somehow, like, th- with this concept of, like, magnetism, that uh, that uh, mm-hmm. if you reach for something or uh, w- depending what kind of person you are, you're going to attract the right kinds of things. Yeah. Maybe the thing that you're hoping for is already out there, but you don't know, other people don't know. Yeah. Maybe it's something that's been invented, like, today, but nobody's going to hear it until people start believing in it enters the news or something yeah so more people more people uh get attracted by that one idea of yours or yeah. like that vision of yours and you start meeting more people who have it and they have your idea maybe you end up creating the thing that you wanted because maybe you end up creating it yeah, yeah because you but see also these people yeah yeah but also um even if you don't find anyone else that's interested in it just the fact that you're excited about it I mean it makes it more probable that you're going to find the guy who made it yeah, the guy who's already making it, mm-hmm. and then you're gonna be like, "Oh, I found you! This is what I always wanted to do." And then, uh, and then you join that, you help him out. You're excited about it, so it's gonna work out even better. He's excited about it because he created it. It's like, let's go, keep going. And then you're literally making your dream mm-hmm. come true. And even if you don't, and if someone else does it, in the end, it's gonna be there again. And in the pl- in the future plan, you still still see it that yeah, that's there. I think in that's a world as big as ours, and in an in a world that's as big because it's connected as well like the internet and uh, and uh, that I everyone think, is reachable. I don't reachable. think the world is that big. <laughs> well, what I mean no, is... We live in a small world. <laughs> what I mean is, well, it's small when you focus on something but mm. if you don't, it's huge and the, the thing is, 
um, instead of thinking about specific companies, about specific people and job titles, I think people would, uh, it would work better for people to think about ideas and ideals. Because um, if you think that way, and in terms of abstract things, like uh, what kind of thing do I want? What kind of job do I want? What kind of things do, would I like to do? If people think that way, then once it gets time for it to become real, they're going to find it. Because in a world as big as ours, when you know which idea you want, you'll find what the people involved in it are at the yeah. end. Yeah. I actually think that that would be that would be pretty much like a way, of <sighs> at least like a destination for someone who thinks this way. Yeah, like for people who are dreamers, uh, yeah. I think the world of today is pretty adapted to it, but mm. you just have to... You just have to focus on the fact that you can turn that uh, ideal, that image, that daydream into mm -hmm. an actual thing with a few Google searches, LinkedIn, <laughs> etc. Man, as well as you're prepared. I pre once okay. you find it. Honestly, um, I'm gonna be honest with you guys. I personally don't like LinkedIn. <laughs> I get triggered when people mention LinkedIn. Yeah. I don't think it's working that well for students personally. I think it's good for like entrepreneurs or like ah. someone who already like a huge figure in the business industry. But for new students, you know, like new graduates, I think LinkedIn is completely useless. Well, you <laughs> know what LinkedIn is well, good that's for? That's my personal opinion. So, From personal mm. experience and also from hearing uh, from other people, but also bias because I'm from the tech industry. Yeah. So maybe this is only a tech thing. I'm not sure. But yeah, maybe what I'm hearing is that, in my experience as well, mm -hmm. is that LinkedIn is basically a public uh, resume where instead of searching for jobs you have recruiters who are paid to come and find you. So you have to make a profile that's, uh, that's adapted and then you'll suddenly get a job like mm -hmm. I did. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. That that could be pretty much it. I don't know. I personally not a huge fan. But well, yeah, I this just that's not about LinkedIn. So. I just think <laughs> don't spend time on it. Just make yeah. your profile, then you're good. And don't like, don't like those creepy posts about... Uh, <laughs> Um, the future or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> okay, man. Just don't be cringy like me today, making the imposter jokes. <laughs> I'm sorry for it. You know, I'm just, I just, I just could. I, I have to apologize for everyone who who actually cringed after me saying that. <laughs> I've been just really, you know, losing my mind yesterday all right, with so. all the videos. But yeah, okay, moving moving back to the topic of today. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, predator versus prey mentality. Yeah, but also much. I think uh, her her. Um, aside from the long-term goal of hers, it was mm -hmm. also about her general mentality that, um, which, so that was the future, but about the present for her, the mm -hmm. focus was on, uh, learning because she likes to learn. She likes to know things and, yeah. uh, um, and, uh, and, and like, that's it. It was, uh, it's, it's as simple as that. Yeah, it's so interesting that actually she put it in so simple, like, hey, uh, it's, there's nothing, no magic in it. She didn't, she's not doing any like magician's code, like, oh, abracadabra. Oh, exactly. And when people say, it, like, I want to know AI it. and I want to yeah. know how to create this and create that, it's, it's, it's so hard, bro. It's I like, don't know. it's like a bit corrupt because you're too much base. Mm -hmm. it's, it's like you're believing in something that could be false because it's real. But uh, what she does is something way more laid back and simple, which is her. Yeah. Uh, simple ideal of I want to learn and then you can never be wrong with that so and you're always going to yeah, grow instead of like having this uh, huge idea of like 
bro, what if one day we have robots walking next to us and like I want to create the robot. I robots. need to make a robot. I right need now. to make a robot. <laughs> I need a I need a fucking R two D two walking with me <laughs> on the street. Instead of like having all these huge ideas and like huge expectations. Again, coming back to that, um, she has just you know, I'm interested in robot robotics, so I'm just gonna see what can I learn from it. I learned it. Um, I have a vision. Doesn't matter what kind of it's a small. Uh, that's the thing. She, and that's one of the important things because her visions are like it's weird calling it visions because it's not like she's sleeping and seeing some weird shit. <laughs> it's just the way she has. <laughs> and like now, now it's really, yeah. Yeah, she, she's having visions. She's just having a fever dream in the morning. And, like start shaking. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I listened to a podcast with a mathematician once yeah. who said he was be, before he even started like studying maths uh-huh. when he was a kid. He used to. Uh, have dreams about geometrical figures. Oh, God. And uh, then when he grew older, uh-huh. he actually learned the equations for them. Cool. It's pretty cool. It's kind of cool, yeah. But for her, like, the the I visions of her <laughs> are only for, like, next, uh, the future of two, three years. So it's, like, the near future. Mm. So in that case, you know, you don't plan ahead of, like, 10 years. Oh, I'm going to be a business owner in 10 years. No, like, in three years, I'm going to have this thing. Uh, th- in three years this is going to be popular or this is going to be, you know, what the investment money goes into. Yeah. And this is what's, I- what interests me. I'm just going to, I'm just going to invest my time and learn it, learn more about it. May- maybe it's, maybe it actually turns out to be true. Yeah. If not, I'm just going to keep my knowledge and there's so many things else to do. So it's, I, I don't know. I, I personally, personally really like the, uh, the way of, of like, how she's handling this situation of like um you know being a student mm-hmm. uh being ambitious uh, at the same time being humble and actually you know not letting your ego and this uh you know prestige thing to come in front of you come in between you and your future agreed yeah may yep what's the most interesting thing you've learned this school year so far in my school year yeah um honestly I think the most interesting thing, uh, it, it might be stupid, but I think the most useful thing I'll, I'll, I'm going to say because... Is it also the most interesting thing? Uh, it's a little bit different. Uh, the most interesting thing I would say is the fact, is the empirical research, how it's done. Because I'm an econometrician. And so methodology project. of empirical research. Uh, yeah, pretty much. The, the idea of like how, what can you achieve with it. Oh. Uh, like how many, like uh, so many things, so many things you can actually decide. Uh-huh. So it's how blank how useful and and what how many things you can do by just pure analysis. Yeah, like how actually how huge the probability uh, like theory is, like yeah. how useful it can be. Uh-huh. So many things it's can really be done. cool. It is, but I would say the most uh, you know useful thing uh-huh. that I've I've learned um, it's probably finance, like the uh, future value of money and everything mm. when it comes to that, because then you realize that you know. It's actually extremely useful when it comes to future planning of your investments, mm-hmm. uh, of you know if you should invest in a uh, in a bond, if you should invest in a uh, uh, how you say it, in a project, you know all these all these things that you can actually take into consideration that before may never crossed my mind, like the future value of the money that you know it's throughout time it loses money, so how much money should you? Uh, like what's the present value of it so that you make sure you have the exact same amount in the future and all that thing it's quite simple it's actually very simple 
mm-hmm. and also complicated at the same time because the idea is simple. You have the percentage, you have the you have the number, you have the formula. Yeah. But you also have to think the the, the way of it, like the meaning, how it changes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Why is it changed like that? And in fact, I I personally think that learning finance actually helps you in the f- in the long run when it comes to uh, to your uh, resource management. Yeah. When you're an adult, uh, when you already have like your a job, and finance can actually help you not only your own business. It can also help you, you know, uh, in investments. Maybe you want to start investing. And also in the daily life, why not? And it can also help you in daily life. Okay, that's pretty cool. It's just this basic idea of probability yeah. and finance for me. Yeah. That you have this way of thinking, which is probability, having the uh, having the probabilities calculated, having this uh, predictions and everything which can also allow you in your daily life to have predictions and to mm. some extent. Yeah. <laughs> it does kind of work because when you, your mind is constantly on that, like thinking in that direction, you yeah, end up exactly. making everything around you like that. Makes everything else, yeah. Uh, yeah and finance just allows you to become go? a better resource manager. Yeah, that's the thing of like, if you learn how one thing changes in the future, then you start wondering, well, what about this? What about yeah. this? I don't know. I personally think that's one of the coolest things. Those are basic things. Yeah. Um, those are not like specific, uh, very deep uh, econometrics things. Because I think, uh, that's what I'm saying. I think finance is something that yeah. everyone can learn. And yeah. it's it's not something extremely complicated. Uh-huh. I don't think it's super easy. I don't think it's, uh, you know, basic uh, middle school um, algebra. But you still, you still need to... Uh, think about it you still need to spend a lot of time to think about it you can do it you can do it on your spare time Mm -hmm. Uh, especially when there are so many youtube channels on finance in fact i actually didn't know about it yeah it's a new there are so many it's a new sector with startups a lot of startups Mm -hmm. are specializing in finance education for young people and they're making Mm -hmm. like something like a snapchat but for finance teaching stuff like that yeah and uh, these startups are getting funding and they're mm-hmm. developing a lot in the US and also in uh, Asia, China in yeah. particular. I, I think that's a great thing. I actually think that, you know, the more people learn, the more uh, people, you know, get invested in finance, it can help them in the long run. But yeah, of course, I'm still going to stick to the interesting thing being the empirical research and how fun it is. Mm-hmm. What about you then? What about you in computer science? For me, honestly, it was uh-huh. quantum physics. Oh. I learned recently uh, the mathematics of... Uh, but did you do your minor in quantum physics as well? No, I didn't do my minor yet. That's going to be oh. next year. I'm oh. hoping to do it in uh, in neuroscience in Leiden. Oh, okay. If not, I'll try to get into physics <laughs> in did it quantum physics. <laughs> and if not, I'll just sleep somewhere uh, for six hundred, months. is minor in quantum physics. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Entrepreneurship. Well, it I went horrible. <laughs> it went horrible for him. So that's what I'm saying. I thought you did it. Yeah. No, but quantum physics, like uh, what I learned was uh-huh. the... Because, um, you know, <clears throat> the, the way quantum physics uh, emerges is from... Um, no, that's that's wrong. But, um, but um, uh, uh, what I'm trying to say is the most interesting part, I think, of uh, quantum physics, well, for me so far, was that uh, was how um, imaginary numbers come into play and how imaginary mm-hmm. numbers suddenly become real, like they, they become a real life phenomenal or or, or natural phenomenon. Yeah. And um, and uh, so so imaginary numbers being basically like 
the idea of what if you took the square root of minus one and yeah yeah you put that equals i mm -hmm. and then what can you do with that well turns out if you graph like you know the real line and the uh -huh. imaginary line yeah um any number if you multiply it once by i it it turns by 45 degrees. So and it if just you goes to another dimension. <laughs> it's like it turns on an XY yeah. axis. It's it's turns as a circle when you multiply it by I. Mm -hmm. So if you multiply it by I, it suddenly turns 45 degrees. Multiply again 45, 45, 45. So it mm -hmm. essentially creates a it's like a different way of drawing a circle uh, uh, in in an axis, uh, two axis mm -hmm. system. Yeah. And uh, then when you combine two systems that use uh, these imaginary numbers, you get a sphere. Mm -hmm. And then what that sphere says in quantum physics is that, is that um, like in quantum computing, uh, like, you know, in, in normal computers, it's like you got either a zero or a one. Yeah. In quantum, you also have either a zero or one, mm -hmm. but um, before measuring whether it's a zero or one, um, it can also be like in the middle of those two and so it, it could be like a mix and and you could say yeah. like it's probably a one but not very probably a zero okay like that's the difference in normal computers you're sure it's either a one or a yeah. zero but in quantum it Is could it yes be like no? <laughs> probably this one but not sure mm -hmm. and uh and the thing about quantum that's so interesting for me is how it it uh it's like it makes real uncertainty so uh so even as an uh, econometrics uh, econ student, mm -hmm. you know, you're trying to predict like what people are going to do, what they're going to choose and, uh, and how they're going to react. And often mm -hmm. that's about probabilities of like, uh, how do people usually react? That's, that's why you study so much probability theory. Yeah. Um, that's the, like the probability theory is basically like, uh, a little bit of cold, you know, you can you can use so many things, but uh, one of the main, um, you know, uh, directions, I guess, is becoming mm -hmm. like an insurance company, having an insurance company and working in it, and basically or calculating the premiums. Or investments. But the insurance company is mentioned because it's, I would say, probably one of the, you know, most profitable ones, due to the fact that it's really hard to do. Uh, also, you're playing with people's lives. <laughs> Yeah, uh, you're basically betting on how long someone's gonna live, and depending on that, you're deciding <laughs> the amount of the premium. Yeah, that's true. It's but kind of dark, but also makes a lot of money. <laughs> yeah, but you see, to make it to make those human numbers even more abstract and disconnected from reality, um, the thing co that's cool about quantum physics uh, mm -hmm. and and its use of imaginary numbers is that it essentially creates one thing that is uh, that is. Uh, a single element that mm -hmm. contains inside of it probabilities. Yeah. And so that changes the way you uh, you would think of probabilities and uh, and of uncertainty mm. because you can treat these different objects or different mm -hmm. people or a whole economy yeah. um, as a single object or a collection of little objects which each have their mm. probability. Well, honestly, you know, when you... Uh, after this last segment, I think the, the point was to show people that we're really interested <laughs> in what we're studying. And that's the important thing of like how to actually improve in going forward. Mm -hmm. You need, to, uh, it's really good. I think it's really good for everyone to take time, reflect back on what you actually enjoy studying. I would love it if there was a place where everyone could talk about 
um, the parts of their study that interested them the most. Because that actually helps you, first of all, realize for yourself what do you enjoy in what you're doing. And second, when when you talk about it more, the more you get excited. Uh, personally, for me, let's say, uh, the more I talk about something that excites me, the more it's something that I love, uh, I just get even more excited. I, even a simple thing as fucking League of Legends. <laughs> the more I start yeah. talking about the, the, the things that I do, like the, the plays or the even fucking esports, the more excited I get and the more invested I get in it. So that's the thing. So uh, th- as long as you have people around you that um, could listen to you, even if if no, even if you don't, honestly, even if you don't have anyone around you to listen to you, take your time and sit sit by yourself alone, and try try you know reflecting on yourself. What do you enjoy? Yeah. What you're doing right now? It's a real thing in university that people don't like to talk about the thing they're studying. Yeah. And uh, and when they do, it's about assignments. It's about work. Yeah, that's true. It needs to be about passion. That's true. And yeah. when you are reminded of what passion, what you yeah. actually liked about the last things you've been studying for six months, yeah. when you're reminded of that, then it makes a little more sense why you're here. Mm-hmm. It makes a little more sense why you put in the work every day. It's like uh, you're meeting a new, you're meeting a student. Like, what do you study? Oh, I study this. Oh, I studied that one too. Uh, did you do the assignment? It was due to today. <laughs> and that's oh, I was it. such a uh, pain in the ass to do. Oh, uh, yeah, I know, right? This teacher is great. What about this exam? Did you pass it? Yeah, I did, but I studied one night. Stop. Oh, no, <laughs> enough. See, I hate that. Yeah, exactly. So instead of that, how about, you know, as a person, how about next time you meet a, meet a fellow student or someone, ask them something concerning their studies specifically. Let me just ask them what, why they chose to study that. Like what they interested. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying you know make them fall into a fucking uh, existential crisis of like why are we still here? <laughs> <laughs> but still, you know, I think it would be really nice for them as well when someone is paying, you know, like showing interest into their subject or makes them think that themselves like why am I doing this? Yeah, they they can even realize something more. But yeah. We are already 46 minutes into the episode. Yeah. Uh, it was really good. fun. Yeah, it was really fun. <laughs> uh, again, I apologize for the Among Us me. I'm just being, I'm seriously yeah. been losing my Next mind. Next time it's going to be no, either no p- uh, Among Us memes or twice as much. Uh, we'll see. No, no, I, I personally will not. I, I, I will not. Uh, I will never ever do that again. Yeah, I'll make I, him I, sign a contract with uh, this. Yes, Don't worry, do listeners. That, that. I've lo- I've lost my mind with those. I've watched so many ones, so many of those bad videos. Holy <laughs> shit! Like fucking drinking Among Us potion at three a.m. gone wrong. I've turned into the Among Us potion? poster. Oh god! Anyway. When they phone called it. Okay. Uh, okay, enough, okay. Enough. 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 Thank you, everyone. This Thank was you a guys. great episode. It was great. Ep- it was really fun. It was really fun. Thank you, Tanisha. <laughs> for trying to yes. you know make up for Nathan. Thank God a piece of shit arrived. <laughs> I don't the one and only. Yeah. Thank you everyone. Thank you everyone for listening. I hope you enjoyed the episode. Uh if you didn't watch the previous episodes, then go ahead, especially the last one. I think you will very, very much enjoy it as this if you did enjoy this one. I think you would enjoy even more. But yeah, check out the Slim Radio instagram everything whatever (laughs) follow us and we'll see you in two weeks with a new guest bye guys see you guys have a good